0: Welcome to the School Communications Group by School Webmasters. Today's topic is about keeping your writing positive. I'm Judy Bittner, School Webmasters Copywriting Manager. Thanks for joining us. And if you know someone who might benefit from today's topic, I hope you'll forward along a link to our podcast. Throughout my sassy teenage years, my mom often told me, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I agree with her most of the time, if we're speaking face to face. In writing, what you say is just as important as how you say it since it's difficult for others to hear your tone of voice, especially if you don't use the right words. Some marketing writing makes me cringe. My internal editor alarm goes off as I think if only they had said it differently. It's really the little words that count. For example, we write websites for several small rural schools. Frequently I see. We may be small, but... And I shudder right off. They apologize for being small. Then they explain that even though they're small, they have great programs and many advantages. So you ask what's so bad about that? Well, why not skip the apology and say that because we're small, we have many advantages and great programs. The change could be as simple as we are small and That simple and in place of but completely changes the tone. The list of small town advantages is long and varied. From a tight-knit community to small class sizes and individualized learning and much more. Own it. Don't apologize for it. So here's a negative example. Mrs. Jones, can we go out to recess? Yes, but we need to get our math lesson finished first. Okay, I'll do my math. And here's the positive. Mrs. Jones, can we go out to recess? Yes. And we can do that as soon as we get our math lesson done. Yay. I'll hurry and get it done. See the difference. So what about the rules? Obviously you want to make sure everyone understands the rules. So there's no chance for misinterpretation of your expectations. You might ask, what's wrong with writing? We do not allow, or, Do we really have to be upbeat and positive all the time? Why yes. Some things do require an iron fist and you may want to make sure there's no question about the severity of your meaning, but these situations are probably a lot less than you may think. For example, we see student handbooks from schools from the east to the west coast and everything in between. They all have the same general rules and standards, dress standards, bus rules, Cafeteria rules, tardy and absence rules, etc. And though they come from myriad schools with varied student bodies, staff, and community situations, almost all present the rules as thou shalt nots. Wouldn't it be great to see a handbook that spouts all the great things students can do, what they can wear, and how they will rather than won't behave? You can create a positive, encouraging, and supportive tone simply by using positive rather than negative words. Every time your sentences take a negative slant, identify the negative words in your sentence and rephrase it with positive words and ideas. So here's what a positive spin on the rules might look like. Because we respect ourselves and each other, this is how we dress or this is what we do, or we are Spartans and fill in the blank. Focus on the solutions. Shine a light on those solutions instead of the problem. Tell us what we can do and what will happen when it's done, rather than on the things we can't do and the consequences of our failure to comply. So let's take a look at this approach. Here's a negative, I cannot meet with you this week. Here's the positive, I can meet with you next week. Here's a negative, we know many students may feel uneasy, but unfortunately, parents may not walk their children to their classrooms on the first day of school. Here's the positive, to ensure every student's comfort and safety on the first day of school, our teachers and staff are available to help them to their classrooms. Another way to turn the negative into positive is use the antonyms to remove the word not. Using antonyms whenever not appears is a simple trick for turning the negative into something positive. Here's a negative. The office will not be open. So here's the positive. Our office will be closed. Here's a negative. We will not be holding our school carnival this year. Here's the positive. We have canceled our school carnival. Sometimes it's difficult to avoid negative words. Stop and think before writing or saying these common negative words and phrases. Here's the negative. Although we can't meet in person, we're excited about our new virtual platform. And here's the positive. We're excited to meet with you via our powerful virtual platform. We're simply getting rid of the negative. Here's a negative. No problem. Here's a positive. My pleasure. Another trick of the trade is to shift the focus on what we do want rather than on the negative outcome. What we don't want. It's as easy as getting rid of the word don't at the beginning of a sentence. For instance, here's the negative. Don't forget to bring your library book back on Friday. Here's the positive. Remember to bring your library book back on Friday. Here's the negative. Don't talk. Here's the positive. Quiet, please. So I have a long list of negative words to avoid, but I'll just give you a few. Stop and think before you write these negative words no. However, unfortunately, problem, not, bad, wrong, regret, can't. Instead, use a list of positive words throughout your writing. Yes, and, easy, simple, please, fast, strong, now, effective, will, Since my pet peeve word but is already on the negative list, allow me to interject just one more argument to stay away from it in your writing and speech. Consider this. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're getting completely off track. Well, are you truly sorry when you say it that way? That simple word but negates your entire apology. So let's try that again. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Let's get our conversation back on track. Doesn't that sound better? Here's another one. Use I instead of you. You can often sound accusatory. You forgot, you didn't, you should, you shouldn't, you never, you always. So when faced with a difficult issue, think I. Okay, let's practice. Here's the negative. You are always late. Here's the positive. I get frustrated when we begin after the scheduled start time. Here's the negative, you forgot to send the attachment in your email. Here's the positive, I'm missing the email attachment. See the difference? Also placement matters. We've all said it. Okay, which do you want first, the good news or the bad news? Even when you take care to write positively, not everything is going to come across as great. So always give the good news first and then approach the bad news softly while still phrasing it as positively as possible, and always finish up with more positive. So using the example I just gave, here's a positively positioned paragraph. We're excited to return to school and to see our students smiling, even if mask covered, faces. To keep our students safe and make sure they're comfortable on the first day of school, teachers and staff will be available to help them find their classrooms. Our teachers are prepared with teaching tools and lessons that will empower your children to prepare them for an exciting future. Let's do this. Doesn't that sound like a great positive introduction? So in a nutshell, in our speech, in our attitude, and especially in our writing, there's power in being positive. The simple three-letter word, and, is one of the easiest ways to convey an upbeat tone. That little word can change your marketing efforts from mediocre to phenomenal. And being aware of the positive wording will change the way you talk to and treat others. It will change the way how you make them feel and it changes how it makes you feel. Second, writing the solution, the can do, is a great positive writing tool. If you start to apologize or defend yourself for things that cannot or did not happen, Pause and take a moment to think about what can happen or about what you will do to make things right. Then write that. Use positive words. Avoid those but sentences. Use I statements. And soften the not so good, you know, the stuff that the Debbie Downer will latch onto, by padding the front and back ends with the positive and upbeat. The words you choose really matter. I once heard of a man who received a letter laying him off from his job. The phrasing was so positive he didn't even feel bad or get angry. Now that's good writing. So my mom was right. How you say things is important and what you say matters too. A whole lot. So thanks for joining us here at the School Communications Scoop. We hope you'll come back soon for more helpful tips on how to improve your school communications efforts, which include managing your website and social media, increasing enrollment and community support, and strengthening your school's brand and reputation. For more tips, please subscribe to our blog at www.schoolwebmasters.com.